This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. The Deluxe Edition Network, also known as The Den, is an incredible podcast network that offers a wide variety of entertaining and informative podcasts. With a lineup of shows covering various topics, such as interviews with a wide variety of guests, history, music, relationships, true crime, and so much more, The Den provides content that caters to a diverse range of interests. The hosts and guests on the Deluxe Edition Network demonstrate a deep passion and expertise in their respective fields making each episode on each show engaging and thought-provoking. The network fosters a sense of community by encouraging listeners to interact through live chats, social media, and forums, creating an inclusive environment for discussion and sharing opinions. With its commitment to high-quality production, the shows in the Deluxe Edition Network continue to captivate and entertain its ever-growing audience. Whether you're a podcast enthusiast or someone looking to explore new topics, The Den is a fantastic platform to dive into and uncover fascinating insights from experts in their fields. The Deluxe Edition Network is the home of independent awesomeness. To find all these great podcasts in one convenient location, head over to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. That's DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 141 of Films and Fermentation. That's right, we are Films and Fermentation, a movie and alcohol podcast. I'm Leo. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. Warning, this episode is rated I for inebriation. Because we are three friends who like to talk shit about movies while getting shit-faced. In this episode, very simple, we're looking at the most anticipated films of 2024. Yes, we know it is late February, but uh, it wasn't until the Super Bowl when a lot of these trailers were dropped for the first time. So we thought now would be a good time to kind of look at some of the upcoming films that are going to be released uh, from this month on through the end of the year. Uh, I know I'm excited about a few. We'll, we'll talk about them as we get to the main segment. In the meantime, don't forget to drop us an email. Sorry, <laughs> I jumped the gun. Theaters near you. <laughs> Don't forget to drop us an email, filmsandfermentation at gmail.com or visit linktree.com slash filmsandfermentation to find all of our social media and podcast links, including our website, filmsandfermentation.weebly.com. Hey, look, I've checked that out recently. It's pretty awesome. You should check it out. There's pictures. Other shit. Yeah, Kevin didn't know we had a website and 
it, we've had it for 140 episodes, so it came as quite a surprise to him. And <laughs> Who looks at the internet anymore? I'm on Instagram. I'm on social media. I, that's where I reside. Give me these www the World Wide Web <laughs> interwebs. Interwebs. I'm on the uh, Tiki Talks. The we're Snappy on the dark Jets. Web. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, become we're part of the films and fermentation speaking of uh, social media please go to patreon to support us or go to teespring.com and buy our merchandise mike is sporting our t-shirt this evening or one of our t-shirts we have t-shirts hoodies hats stickers uh no uh, mugs uh no hats mugs no hat. uh mouse pads i think are on there i don't know there's a bunch of shit on there but they all our logos get, are get our hats specially made <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. Find out more about us and the other podcasts at The Den by going to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. You can find out information about our podcast and our fellow podcast of the month, Friends Talking Nerdy. We'll be right back after these messages from Coffee Brothers. I love a good beer, but right now I could use a good cup of coffee. Have you heard about Coffee Brothers? Oh, yeah, they're that company coffee company out of new york city right well they're more like these coffee wizards of new york city they source these amazing seasonal blends and single origin coffees it's like a flavor adventure in every cup and get this there is everything in small batches none of that mass-produced stuff it's like each bean gets the vib treatment vib very important bean hmm sounds fancy but is it worth it definitely plus they're a two-person team. I mean, that's dedication right there. Two brothers, one mission to caffeinate the world. And right now, you can save 10% on your order. I mean, who doesn't love a good discount? All right, you've convinced me. Let's get some Coffee Brothers now. Coffee Brothers, where every cup is a sip of perfection. Save 10% on your next order with the code FNF10. That's F. And F10. Cheers to great coffee. All right. We are back from that short little break. Gentlemen, what are we drinking this evening? Alcohol. Yeah, I'll go first. <laughs> so I was originally going to drink some of those new Sam Adams that Kevin brought to my house the other night when we got together, but I decided I'm going to save those for Quizzo Saturday. Uh, so instead, tonight, I am drinking something else that is new. Because I wanted to stick to the new theme since we're talking about new movies. So I am drinking a new bourbon that I recently picked up called Heaven Hill Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Uh, 50% alcohol by volume, 100 proof. It is a seven year aged bourbon from Haven Hill Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a very good bourbon. Um, not doing the straight tonight, though, so I mixed it with a little ginger ale in my mason glass, but that's what I'm drinking tonight. So, who's next? I go. I go. I go. So, I am drinking a beer that my good buddy Leo brought to me mm-hmm. from the Warhorse Brewing. It is No Strings Attached, the Belgian White. Yep. That's a good one. So far. Got the, got the nice horsey on it. 
Kevin, what do you drink? Um, I have gone back into the mystery craft box that my wife got mm. me. This must have been the scratch and dent one because uh, it's banged <laughs> up quite a bit. But this is from Sloop Brewing. It is a Juicier Bomb Double Northeast IPA. So you guys know I'm going to love this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it is brewed and canned by Sloop Brewing Company in Hopewell Junction, New York, and Hampton, New Hampshire. It is an 8% alcohol by volume uh, beer. Um, only says the Sloop Bomb Series. Hazy. Yay. Juicy. I'm okay with juicy. Real hop flavor. That's what mm. I'm going to love the most about this. It'll be awesome. It looks yes. tasty. To wash it down <laughs> later, I have myself a vault brewing uh, bear hug, which is 6% alcohol by volume, which this is a nitro oatmeal stout. And oh, I nice. think vault brewing is up in Yardley, if I'm correct. Uh, yeah, Yardley. Yeah, Collins I said the, the name sounded familiar. I knew you were mm-hmm. somewhat local. Um, so we're all, drinking something, uh, we're all drinking something new tonight, pretty much. You kind of all stuck to the theme. But like, what's the what's the ACB on that on that no strings attached? Uh, what does it say? Four point nine. Yeah, yeah. I knew it wasn't like super strong because I I, yeah. I killed those already when in my pack. But speaking of Quizzo, <laughs> yeah. So this week I've been down. And Marcus Hook all week. Okay. So you know I've been doing Naaman's Road. <laughs> yeah. Guess what's back? What's back? The Devil's Backbone Orange Smash Bourbon. Nice. <laughs> got two four packs. Nice. That is some good bourbon. Um, <laughs> did they have the vegetable beer? I did not look for that. <laughs> Anyway, I did, my I did, anything's what I did give Adrian a um a fruit punch flavor town um cocktail. Okay. Yeah, it's got it's got guy fury on it and his flavor town shit. <laughs> anything special happened this week, Mike? This week in film history. In 1934, it happened one night, directed by Frank Capra, and starring Clark Gable and Claudette Colbert, opens in New York City's Radio Music Hall Academy Award for Best Picture, Director, Actor, Actress, and Screenplay in 1935. I mentioned this last week when we were talking about um, how Silence of the Lambs was the last film to win the Big Five. Yep. And there have only been three movies, and It Happened One Night is the first film to achieve that. Back in 1935. Then in 1935, The Little Colonel premiere starring Shirley Temple, Lionel Barrymore, and Bill Robinson featuring famous stare dance with uh, featuring the famous stare dance with Hollywood's first interracial dance couple. <laughs> Meaning Shirley Temple and the butler. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it might have been Lionel Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're it's correct. Like... God. Uh, uh, it was 1935. I what know. That's why I'm like, I'm like shaking my head like Jesus. 
By the way, Lionel Barrymore played um, Old Man Potter in that movie that Leo's loves so much. It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I watch it all the time. <laughs> uh, it got me worried when we do the potluck movies that one of you motherfuckers are going to tell me I got to watch that one. I will not do that to you, Lee. I will not. I, I swear to God, I will not. Uh, I make two promises. Yeah. One of you guys make me tell me I have to watch that. You're watching the 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 the, uh, the serial killer dick movie. <laughs> uh, what's your next back, Mike? In 1952, American Queen film directed by John Hudson, starring Humphrey Bogart and Catherine Hepburn, is released in the U.S. That'll be John Houston. Oh, sorry, uh, Houston. Angelica Houston's father, who was an yeah. Academy Award director. This is a movie that won Humphrey Bogart his best acting Oscar in 1953. Was kind they of even a, put a box down for him when he uh, gave his his acceptance speech. <laughs> I think um, it was like a career Oscar because he should have got one for Casablanca instead. Mm. Uh, what's your next one there? In 1958, the 15th Golden Globes, The Bridge on the River Kwai, Alec Guinness and Joanne Woodward win. And then in 1959, Alec Guinness would win the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor for the same movie, The Bridge on the River Kwai. Or Best Actor, I'm sorry, Best Lead Actor in a film. And your last one, Mike, good luck with the uh, Russian names. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> in 1958, adaptation of Fyodor Botsky's Spurger Murder, 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 murder. Brothers, Kamazov, Mazov, starring Yul Brenner and featuring William Shatner. Film debut premieres in the New York City Music Hall. Radio City Music Hall, New York City, and yeah. you did good on the title. It's the brother Karamazov. You got that one right. The uh, the author's name is Fyodor Dostoevsky. <laughs> That's Fyodor. Fyodor. Fyodor Dostoevsky. Uh, Alvin Simon Theodore. I'm not gonna lie, Mike. The only reason I know how it's pronounced is because I'm an English major and I had to read this shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to, to pronounce Dostoevsky either. Uh, so that's it for uh, for uh, this week in film history. Do you have any uh, must try beer craft destinations for us this week? Must try beer. This is Adelaide West Coast IPA, Rogues Ales, Newport, Oregon. Rogue does not do, excuse me, Rogues does what they do best here. Throw old school pine and citrus hops into old school IPA. West Coast style is the target, but the 6.9 ABV, 66 IBU brew pours dark copper with some haze and a lot of fluff on top. Hops delivers dryness on the palate rather than the expected smackdown of bitterness. And there is even a bit of fruity sweetness from the somewhat chewy malt backdrop. It's more like a Pacific Northwest style arrogant bastard. But how could we possibly be a bad thing? I don't know. It's not the word. If the word chewy should ever be in the description of a beer. <laughs> it's when no. it's got the pulp in it. It's got a chewy malt. 
It's like that one I got from Double Nickel one time, the pool noodle, where it had pulp in it. It was chewy. Or no, the vegetable, vegetable beer. beer that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> it had actual fucking like tomato skins and this is a cookie dough flavored beer, and I got chunks of cookie dough. I would take that. I'm okay with I chunks of cookie that, dough. Yeah. I'll take a cookie dough chunk in my beer. I want. I don't want veggies. <laughs> I want veggies. I have a salad. Uh, a chunk of sourdough pretzel in my beer. <laughs> oh no, that one was more like a, a freaking uh, backwash ocean water. Um, one of these days, Kev, I will remember to ask you in pre-show if you actually have a beer news is good news segment this evening or not. Beer news <laughs> is good news. Of course, I got some beer news is good news. All right, good. So tonight is uh, here's Kevin with some oh. beer news is good news. <laughs> All right, I don't remember if I mentioned this on a previous show. Uh, you guys I should point out you've fresh. only done this segment three times now, so if you don't remember if you did this on a previous show or not. <laughs> well, you know, there's so much beer news that I give to you guys on a week-by-week basis. Um, I can't recall everything that I tell you. I know you sent um, something out to us not too long ago, but it hasn't been on the podcast, was the saving no. of, of the uh, brewery. Mm. Yeah, somebody uh, saved the flying fish. Yeah, somebody saved the flying fish. It was a flying fish brewery or something that well, was going out of business? Yes, it was flying fish that was going out of business. Um, they didn't save the brewery. They are saving the the brew. Okay. They are saving the type of beer they're going to produce it and distribute. But the uh, location that we have near us is on the way of the dodo. So. Well, at least um, I saved the brew. Yeah, at least I saved the brew, which is good because, you know, we enjoy the, the I enjoy this sea and salt. That's one of their summers, summer beers. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see how it develops, how long it takes for the uh, new. I want to say the name of the brewer is Guilford. For some reason, that's sticking out in my head. I'd have to look it up for sure. Um, but in previous episodes, had I mentioned... The gentleman from Back Channel Brewing, who was caught on camera in his own brewery, who got knocked over when one of the uh, uh, casks that uh, the the brewing casks uh, lost its its fitting on the end and got uh, pretty much hosed down with his own brew. Did I mention no, that before? Not. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, A few weeks ago. <laughs> that's, okay. That's definitely no. That was one that I knew I wanted to mention and probably just forgot. But a few weeks ago, a Minnesota brewery named Back Channel Brewing um, caught on video one of its brewers, one of its uh, employees, um, routinely checking one of the valves on the beer tank, and the valve malfunctioned. And what you see is kind of like, remember that scene in UHF where Michael Richards takes the fire hose, sits a kid on a... um, Sits a kid on a <laughs> on a saddle, and it's his birthday. And he takes the fire hose and he unleashes the fire hose on yes. the kid, and the kid goes flying. Yeah, same thing happened to this brewer. Okay, <laughs> the valve had a malfunction, and the next thing you see is the brewer flying across the uh, brewery floor to another tank. Uh, he gets up and he quickly um, uh, shuts off the valve. Right, and it was. Um, an IPA that they were brewing at the time. Well, to make lemons or to make lemonade out of lemons, uh, what the brewery is doing 
is they're taking the rest of the batch that was they in that beer tank. It. They shot back it and started serving it. <laughs> close, <laughs> close, Michael. They're taking the rest of the batch that was in that beer tank, and they are selling it as a limited release, <laughs> obviously, um, called the Blowback New England IP. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, I can't recall ever having anything from Back Channel Brewing, uh, but it's it's entertaining. I'm not even a big uh, IPA fan. I've been drinking more than recently, but um, it's just really a good way of like of taking advantage of the viralness of the video that happened and uh, getting the name out there for the brewery, um, and you know, not having to to waste a, a whole tank of beer. So be on the lookout for Blowback New England IPA from uh, Back Channel Brewing. I'm not sure if it's going to be something just in their brewery or whether it's going to be something that they uh, distribute out to the, the markets that carry them. Yeah, I found that article you sent us, Kev, about flying fish. They were originally going to, pl- going to merge with Cape May Brewing, but Cape May pulled out of the deal a couple weeks afterward. Mm-hmm. Um, they're... Uh, they're not reopening the brewery, but they're um, uh, selling. What is it? I'm looking like for the beer recipes, recipes, right? So it's going to be like the recipes, some of their like. So it's their name, their brand, and rights to their wholesale distribution contract was sold to a Baltimore-based brewery called Guilford Hall. I thought it was Guilford. Um, yeah, so they're <laughs> gonna so they're gonna it. sell. They're gonna you know distribute the flying fish brand um but it's not to be out of the brewery that's that's local here so mm. but at least you know the brand lives on uh, by local here we're referring to new jersey yes i uh, are local our local <laughs> uh so that was beer news is good news uh i have some notes from last show so our last show we were talking about blazing saddles and it's 50th anniversary. Uh, and I had mentioned on the show that there was a Blazing Saddles TV series uh, that was developed after the film came out. The, the, the show uh, premiered in 1975 and was canceled after one episode. Uh, but the episode is available for free on YouTube in its entirety. Stars Lewis Gossett Jr. as Black Bart. And the show itself is called Black Bart, not called Blazing Saddles. He is the only character from the movie to appear in the TV show. The rest are all new characters. I watched the episode. I can see why it was canceled. <laughs> you know, it doesn't surprise me, Lee, because you, if you think a, a documentary about paint drying was her was good, you'd probably like it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would probably give it a shot. Um, <laughs> I'll check it uh, out. Let's see what all the buzz is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I watched that uh, movie about the uh, octopus teacher. Oh, is it? that's a really good documentary. Don't, don't knock that shit. That won an Oscar. That one won an Oscar. Um, but yeah, I watched the show to it, the Flounder CPA. Yeah. So, but the Blazing Saddles TV show, apparently, from from stuff I was reading about it, they had filmed four seasons worth of episodes. What? Which in the seventies that would have been like 
20 episodes a season so they filmed like 80 episodes, 80 episodes. which which studio decided to take this on as such a I Warner don't Brothers, I don't remember I think it was did probably it Warner, Brothers, Warner Brothers but it, it Warner Brothers did Blazing Saddle so I would they did the movie happen. so it might have been the, I don't know if they would have did the TV show too but they saw they they had they filmed four seasons worth of episodes from what I read I don't know if it's absolutely true or not um but the show was canceled after one episode so <laughs> hypothetically if they did do all those episodes they're out there somewhere still <laughs> <laughs> they're in a can. You know, they should have gone with their first casting call, uh, casting decision for Black Bart, which was Wesley Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been like twelve at the time. Yeah, it was Warner Brothers Burbank Studios that that uh, wow. produced this. That produced it. I guess they they had enough money to take a take a bite in the ass, but yeah, it Apparently. was it was not good. It was, it was a really big good. bite in the ass. It was a lot of canned laughter, stale jokes, and. Use uh, use of the N word, which you know they got away with on TV in the seventies, I guess. But <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> but That's it was it was did. it was definitely not the movie. Uh, and then speaking of Mel Brooks, uh, there's a new podcast. There's only it's only a few episodes been released so far called Talking Pictures. I can't remember the name of the host, but he's like a, a historian for like AMC and AFI and stuff like that. And he interviewed Mel Brooks on his latest episode. Mel Brooks is 97 years old. But that man can give a hell of an interview, even at 97 years old. He recalls details of stories from, like, his 20s with, like, pinpoint accuracy. It's fucking amazing. And it was a 35-minute episode, but it was really, really fun to listen to because he's just so full of history, you know? Was it hosted by Richard Attenborough? No, it was not Richard Attenborough who... Passed away. That would be really weird. Oh wait, who am I thinking of? That? David Attenborough, his brother. David Attenborough. <laughs> no, it was not David Attenborough. I don't. I can't remember. I know the guy. I know who the guy is, but I can't remember his name. But he's like a host on like AMC and all those like channels. All right, that takes us to synopsis according to Glip. Synopsis according to Glip is brought to you by Newsly.me. Newsly.me is an audio super app for iOS and Android that reads the news to you in a natural human voice. Stop scrolling. Start listening. Go to newsly.me today and use the promo code N for a minute to get your first month premium subscription for free. So again, our last episode, episode 140, was the 50th anniversary of Blazing Saddles. In that episode, Leo talked about the blog section and the essay he wrote on Blazing Saddles. He did. Man was drinking beer today because they are happy with the beer they have been drinking and they will move on to the lager from Flying Dog. Sometimes Glip forgets about punctuation. Catman <laughs> said the 23rd is the 17th and the 16th is for the 15th. <laughs> he did what? me my math skills. This was, this was you were talking about the secret movie night at the Chamonix Brewing and you had the dates wrong. Oh, by the way, the secret, the, uh, secret movie night for the Chamonix Brewing is this tomorrow, is tomorrow night. night. Yeah. Friday the 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> So for you last week, the 23rd was the 17th because the 15th was the 16th, something like that. Apparently. Uh, the hosts had a lot to say because they hate when people say that a film cannot be made nowadays and it bothers them. The hosts are discussing the 50th anniversary of Blazing Saddles and the synopses of the movie. Mike discussed the beer quality of the brewer in ancient Babylonia and the taste of bad beer. <laughs> and then they got drowned. Yeah, that, that was your beer, beer fact. That was, yeah, they killed the brewer if the beer tastes bad. Killed the brewer, they drowned him. <laughs> So that was our in the beer or not, but you know. Yeah. yeah. So that was our synopsis according to Glip. 
We'll be right back after some short promos from a couple of our friends over at the Deluxe Edition Network. When we come back, we're going to look at our main segment, a preview of the movies that are going to be coming out this year, 2024. We'll be right back. Are you a fan of all things nerdy? Do you love delving into the latest pop culture trends while also staying updated on the news of the day? Hey there, fellow enthusiasts. Professor Aubrey here, and I'm thrilled to invite you to join us on Friends Talking Nerdy Podcast, where we dive deep into all things geeky, from movies and TV shows to video games and comics. That's right, folks. It's Tim the Nerd, your friendly neighborhood geek, ready to discuss the latest professional wrestling updates alongside our takes on tech innovations and the entertainment industry. But that's not all. We also understand the importance of mental health, and we weave in thoughtful discussions on self-care and mindfulness. So, if you want to geek out while also taking care of your well-being, tune in to Friends Talking Nerdy. Friends Talking Nerdy. Where pop culture meets mindfulness. Listen now on all major podcast platforms. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hey man, what's your bacon? I think you gotta tell everybody what that means first. It's that extra side topping a main course in life that makes everything about your day even better. Whether it's movies, music, cooking, paranormal, video games, whatever it is that helps you unwind, maybe even get a little bit inspired. We talk to hot new bands. We are Felicity. And this is Bradley from Emerosa. TV personalities. Hi, my name is Rachel Pizzolatto. Hi, my name is Patty Negley. Wrestling personalities. Mm. Hi everybody, I am Eric. Actors. This is Sean Kanan. Thank you for joining us. Hello, podcasters. Emo Social Club. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Schrader. Pretty much any like-minded creative across all facets of the entertainment industry. You can check out Bacon Is My Podcast on all streaming platforms, as well as the Strangerhood TV YouTube channel. New episodes dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Listen in when we find the answer to the question, what's your bacon? All right, we are back from that short break with our main segment, a look at the movies of 2024. Coming soon to, <laughs> Coming soon to theaters. I miss the movie phone guy. Hello, I miss movie phone guy. welcome to Movie Phone. Hello. Brought to you by PHL 17. <laughs> Brought to you by Doritos <laughs> and Coca Cola. The guy that does the trailer. In a world in, where in a world in a world in a world where Molly wants to dig under Kevin's chair. <laughs> in a world where dogs have ears like you do. <laughs> They're talking about you, Molly. <laughs> the guys are talking about you. For showtimes, press one. <laughs> if you know the name of the movie, <laughs> the movie you'd like, you'd to, like see, to see, press, press one two now. now. <laughs> For Jurassic Park, press one. <laughs> but for a list of showtimes at the Orleans <laughs> 8, press one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're reminiscing about the 90s, but let's move on to 2024 now as we look at the most anticipated films of the upcoming year. I From for this, I'm using a list that was on RottenTomatoes.com. Uh, there are plenty of other websites out there covering films, but I thought Rotten Tomatoes had a fairly 
a comprehensive list of movies. Now it is February 22nd as we are recording this episode. So we've already missed the January releases, which was Mean Girls, the musical, uh, starring uh, Tina Fey, Tim Meadows. Tina Fey wrote the original Mean Girls script and wrote the script as well. And uh, we also missed the release of Argyle, a new film from Matthew Vaughn, starring Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Henry Cavill, John Cena, Dua Lipa, Brian Cranston, Sophia Boutella, and Sam Jackson. I was kind of excited to see this because I like the Kingsman films, mm-hmm. um, but it got blasted. <laughs> My father saw it and he said he really liked it. So I'm not sure I'm sure if that's uh, a ringing endorsement, though. I know the kind of movies my father likes. So I guess like, I like the, the Kingsman movies that Matthew Vaughn directed, and it has that, that feel to it. So, I mean, I, I'm never one that really goes by the critics anyway, as you know from the movies I told you I watched earlier this week. Yeah, I'm about to say, unless you got a really, really bad review, and you'll still watch those anyway. <laughs> uh, also released uh, this month is a film called, uh, also another Matthew Vaughn film. Uh, this one is called Lisa Frankenstein. It was released on the 9th. Yes, released on February 9th. Stars Catherine Newton, Cole Spruce, and Carla Cugino. Uh, written by Diablo uh, Cody, who wrote Juno and Jennifer's Body. Uh, it is a twist on the Mary Shelley horror story Frankenstein, where Catherine Newton stars as a misunderstood teenager named Lisa, whose crush is a young man from the Victorian era who happens to be buried in the cemetery behind her home. He is mysteriously brought back to life, and the two embark on an unlikely romance. Sounds almost like warm bodies. Mm. <laughs> which, was, okay. which was a take on Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. All right. Uh, also recently released, it was released on Valentine's Day, is Bob Marley, One Love, which is a um, biopic about the life of Bob Marley. Also a, a movie that got some middling reviews saying that it's kind of like just okay. So they got Kingsley Benadier to play Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I can recall him from, or at least that sticks out in my head, is the... Um, Secret, secret invasion, uh, Marvel secret invasion that came out, and he was good in it, you know, mm-hmm. for what it was. But then I'd see him portraying Bob Marley. He's just he's built different. Bob was slender, you know, he had a very mm-hmm. thin frame. Um, this guy is a very broad-shouldered, muscular man. So um, he does a great job with the accent, from what I hear, um, and it looks like it could be a decent movie. I just I don't know. Like it got like like it was just it got some like like reviews that it's just like a standard biopic like nothing special about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. He was previously in a movie called One Night in Miami, uh, which was a story about this one night where uh, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Cassius Clay all hung out together. Uh, and in that in that film, he plays Malcolm X, Kingsley Benadire. So that was like his his big break. And what was the um, setting in the film? Um, uh, uh, Des Moines. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another movie that's been totally blasted by critics and fans yeah. alike. Just released uh, again Even on Valentine's Day. Is- 
Yeah, Dakota Johnson is a fucking trip. Like she's she bashes every movie she's in. Like it like, was like she was in the in the Fifty Shades of Grey like yeah. and it was like so you know what can he tell us about these films? Oh, they're trash. <laughs> and she's like they they what made you do this? So we're talking about Madam Web, in case you don't know. Uh, where she plays Madam Web. It is a... Is uh, she a little young for Madam Web? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Well, they kind of like said, I've, I saw like the ending online on like somebody like did like a spoiler thing on YouTube. She kind of ends up becoming the version of Madam Web that we know, where she's blind and in a wheelchair and all that stuff. Okay. Um, but <laughs> he was asked in an interview recently, why did you do this film or what made you want to do this film? And she's like, my agent called me and told me they were paying me nine million dollars. <laughs> like, good for you. One of the jokes she was on, the interviewer had asked her if she could name the, the three Tom Holland Spider Man movies. And she was just completely lost. She goes, Uh, Spider Man, here I am. Spider Man. There I go, and <laughs> Spider Man, the Goblet of Spider Man. You know, like she just totally blew it. In the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's wow. a trip, man. Like I love it though. I want I want to I want to hear her her musings on every movie she's in, man, because it's just like it's it's fantastic. The only time I ever well, heard there of aren't going to be many more the way uh, she's <laughs> acting in these movies. This is, I mean, she, this is where, what do you think about this movie you just did? Well, I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing uh, she was in a movie called uh, um, uh, "Night at the Royale" or something like that, which is like a yeah. suspense thriller film with with the uh, with uh, Thor Hemsworth, mm-hmm. and she was really good at that. And she talked highly of the film because it was a good movie. <laughs> this is a piece of trash, and she knew it. But she's got she got paid nine million dollars for it. I'd fucking do it too. Like. <laughs> I play Madam Web. I'm a fat white man, but I'll play Madam Web. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Now we're starting to get into the films that have not been released yet, but are on the way. Uh, I figure what we can do for this is I'll mention the film, and you well, can tell me. The next one is, got released two days ago. Well, the next one I have on here Driveway is Dolls. Driveway Dolls, which is says opening on February 23rd. That's tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, so well, yeah, as of the recording of this episode, it's February 22nd as we're recording this. It's going to be dropping on uh, the 27th, but uh, so most of these films will not have been released yet. Uh, so what I figure we can do with this is I'll give you a brief description of the film and who's starring in it. And on a scale of one to five, tell me how excited you are about this film. One being I could give a shit and five being I can't wait. <laughs> So the first one coming out on February 23rd, directed by Ethan Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers, starring Margaret Qualley, who I know from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Benny Fieldstein, who is the younger sister of Jonah Hill, uh, Pedro Pascal, and Matt Damon in a small role called Driveway Dolls. It's a road trip comedy about a pair of friends played by Mar- Margaret Qualley, Qualley and Geraldine Viswanathan whose road trip to Tallahassee is disrupted when they cross paths with a group of inept criminals. From what I've seen in the trailers for this, it has that sort of quirky Cohen brothers, like 
feel to it. Right. Um, but this is Ethan Cohen's first solo debut as a first solo directorial film. So I'm curious to see like if he handles directing without his brother as well as his brother handled it. Because uh, Joel Cohen did uh, Green Book uh, himself. So, and that one best picture. So, on a scale of one to five, does this interest you guys at all? It is enough to get me to. Uh, it's enough that I will watch it either on streaming or cable. But I, mm-hmm. really, I don't think I'm going to go out to the theaters to see it. Yeah, I'm definitely say, not renting it from Blockbuster. Yeah, or <laughs> I'm renting it from West Coast Video. <laughs> How about we do this? One, four, I can give a shit about it. Two, three, and four will be reserved for like how excited you would be to watch it on streaming. And five would be like, I'm definitely making a trip to the theater for this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. I would give this a streaming three. Mm-hmm. I think that's where <laughs> I like. Three, yeah. Three, yeah. Like, I, it looks interesting. I like the Cohen brothers. Uh, Mark Qualley is, um, what's that actress's name? She is the daughter of. Shit, the the one that was in um four weddings and a funeral with uh, oh Andy yeah. McDowell. She's Andy McDowell's daughter. Yeah, <clears throat> Nepo baby. The next one coming out in February twenty third is called Stop Motion. It's a horror film. Um, it, it is. It looks original. It looks disturbing. I don't know really anybody who's in the film. I don't know any of these actors. Um, it says Tom York. Tom York was the lead singer of Radiohead. I don't know if it's that Tom York or not. Uh, I thought he played Darren on Bewitched. <laughs> that's Dick York. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> this is a horror movie. Yeah. For that anyone bemoaning the lack of original horror films... Uh, we have this gem that originally premiered at the Fantastic Fest last year, directed by Robert Morgan, who co-wrote with Robin King. The film centers on a stop-motion animator who suddenly becomes obsessed with her latest film when a neighbor suggests the addition of a monstrous new character. And I saw a trailer for it. It looks pretty wild, like a pretty fucked-up premise. Um, again, I'm probably more likely to watch a horror film than you guys are. Uh, at least one like this. <laughs> uh, I would give this a gentleman's three and a half on streaming. Like, I'll probably watch it when it premieres on, like, you know, uh, Netflix or something. I would give it a I'm one. probably going to say one, one and a half, maybe. <laughs> you guys one. are not as big on the horror films as I am, so. No. At least not this type of horror film. No. So that takes us to March. March first. I, uh, I, I'm gonna say before I even describe this film that uh, I, it's not on a scale of one to five for me. This one goes to eleven. <laughs> the first film coming out March first, twenty twenty four, directed by Denis Villeneuve, starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, and Stellan Skarsgård. Dune Part Two. It's a small little independent movie. Yeah, I am so fucking psyched for this film. <laughs> um, I well, just coming out on streaming, so it's definitely a big four. <laughs> <laughs> it is for me. This is I would go to the theater to see this. Uh, 
<laughs> it does. I don't know if it has a day and date release. Like the first one was a day and date release on HBO Max. So it released in theaters, but also came out on Max at the same time. I don't know if they're doing that with the second part or if it's just going to be a, 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 a theater release. I think the the first one got such great reviews. They're not going to screw around by putting it on streaming right away. Yeah, I from all the early reviews that I've read, um, most of them are calling this a modern masterpiece. Uh, that it's better than the first part. That it captures the spirit of the novel that it's based on. That the performances are great. I know from the first film that the cinematography was so fucking beautiful. I had to rewatch it because I missed shit. Because I was staring at the background so much, <laughs> and I watched the first part again the other night to refresh my memory of. Not that I don't know Dune enough; I read the novel like a dozen times already. Um, but I'm so psyched! I, it's my favorite book of all time. I actually enjoy the David Lynch version of it. <laughs> I like the sci-fi version of it that came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. And I and I really really like part one and part two just looks amazing and you got Austin Butler who played Elvis in the Elvis film last year playing uh, one of the the Harkonnens uh, Fade who was played by Sting in the, in the uh, David Lynch film <laughs> looking psychotic in this movie I like I'm so I'm so jazzed for it yeah uh, yeah I this is oh and it and you have the addition of. Austin Butler, like I said, Christopher Walken as the Emperor in an actual, like, serious role and not a goofy, strange Chris Walken role. I want the spice. And Lawrence Pugh Pugh as the Emperor's daughter, uh, uh, Princess Yerulin. So I'm like, I'm really, really excited. And I found out Anya Taylor Joy is in it too. But they're not releasing who the character is she's playing yet. It's going to be like a, a surprise. So I'm like really, really excited about this. Yeah, Christopher Walken. <laughs> the spice the must spice. <laughs> You can't have it all to yourself. <laughs> Needs more spice spell. <laughs> we have to kill Paul Atreides. Wow. I mean. <laughs> Uh, what next... you doing with your eyes? Why are they blue? <laughs> You're kind of creeping me out, kid. <laughs> um, the next film coming out March 8th is another horror film. This one's called Imaginary. Not to be confused with one that's coming up later this year. It's an actual kids film. <laughs> yeah. uh, this one is a horror film from Blumhouse. Uh, who is, you know, a, a popular movie company for horror films? Uh, who moves back into uh, about a woman who moved back into her childhood home with her family, only to discover her stepdaughter has become attached to a stuffed bear she found in the basement that compels her to engage in increasingly dangerous games. So it's like an imaginary friend that talks her into doing really bad things. I'm telling you, man. Ever since Winnie the Pooh went public. People are just going left and right with this storyline. Yo, I just saw the trailer for Blood and Honey too. <laughs> Tigger, Tigger appears in this one. Folks. <laughs> the first one sucked. The second so one. So you're going to see the second to well, see, I'm if they see the second one because the costumes look better and Tigger's in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like what the fuck was it called it was like 
Blood and Honey 2, and then it had like a weird like moniker after it. I can't, yeah, in Tigger 2. That'd be great. Uh, so this one is about an imaginary friend that tells the girl to do dangerous shit. Kung Fu Panda 4, coming oh, out March 8th. Uh, uh, we didn't rank that one. I'm ranking it a one. I'm really not interested in it. Yeah, yeah. one. Like, I'm, I'm more just, one. I'm more interested in the stop motion one. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4, I'm, I'm going one on this because I haven't seen the first three. <laughs> that makes two of us, so that's a one room again. God, this year for us. <laughs> I mean, I I typically like the DreamWorks films, but just the Kung Fu Panda films never really. At a certain to me. point, it's been so long. Like, just make it for you know streaming or direct to DVD. I start making mm. some new shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of making new shit. The next film coming out March 21st is a reboot of Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> this one stars Jake Gyllenhaal and fucking Conor McGregor. Because <laughs> you need more wrestlers in acting. So He's a UFC fighter. Thank you very much. Yes. I, yeah, I, That's I, what I said. I like. Oh, uh, I'm looking at Mike turn red. The yeah. steam coming out from underneath <laughs> his headphones. Don't screw with my my WWE. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> um, I like the actress in it, Danielle Melchior. She was in uh, Suicide Squad, the, the most recent one. She played the rat catcher. <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal looking pretty fucking buff in this film. As, uh, is it a shame that I'm imagining Bubble Boy Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> saying pain don't pain don't hurt in that? Uh, pain thinking, don't, pain thinking, don't hurt. I'm thinking of film <laughs> debut Jake Gyllenhaal as Billy Crystal's son in in the uh, in, uh, in, uh, City Slickers. <laughs> pain, don't he, uh, yeah, pain don't hurt. So this is a reboot of the Patrick Swayze cult classic about you know bouncers being kind of more important than they actually are. Like important enough to be famous. At least this one, they're giving him a backstory. He's a former UFC fighter, whereas Patrick Swayze was just like really famous for beating the shit out of people at bars and catching the dancers <laughs> as they jumped yeah. up. He would catch him in the air. Wrong movie. All I remember about the about the original Roadhouse was how disturbing it is to see uh, 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 what's his name without a mustache, Sam Elliott. Uh, Sam Elliott. <laughs> You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> um, I'm giving it a, a streaming two. three out of morbid curiosity. I'm going to give it a, <laughs> a streaming two. Uh, like, I'll probably I'll watch it two. just to, just to fucking two. say, you know, just to see it. <laughs> uh, Arthur the King, March 22nd, 2024. This is uh, stars Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Simu Lu, who was uh, uh, Chang Chi in the uh, Ten Rings. Uh, Natalie Emmanuel, who was in Game of Thrones, she was um, uh, Daenerys's uh, uh, the the woman that was like her like aide or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's in it. Um, say based on a true event story about a man who befriends a stray dog during his journey to win the Adventure Racing World Championship. A treacherous 435 mile endurance race to the Dominican Republic. This seems like a straight to streaming movie to me. Yeah, this is a one <laughs> for me. This is a one. I'm not really that interested in it. 
Coming soon to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great the what? video. March 22nd, 2024, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire, the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. I like Ghostbusters Afterlife. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. It was well not as good as the original Ghostbusters, obviously. <laughs> Better than the all-female reboot. Mm-hmm. Probably on the same level as like Ghostbusters 2 in terms of quality. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm willing to see this just because they're bringing it back to New York. Mm-hmm. The original Ghostbusters minus uh, um, Harold, Harold Ramis, of course, are going to be in it. Janine Melnitz gets a uniform and a uh, proton pack in this one. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see this one. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give this one a. Uh... I don't know if I go to the, I don't know if I go to the theater to see it. I'm giving it I'm a like... gentleman's four. I'm, gonna give it three I'm saying four and a half because if I want to go to the movies, this would be one of the movies I'd want to go for. Yeah, I would say like if there was like a day where I had to, like, if I had a day and I just wanted to like go see a movie, I might go do it. Mm-hmm. But most likely, I'll watch it on streaming. Uh, Godzilla Kong: The New Empire, March 29th. I did not see Godzilla and Kong the first one. Yeah, okay. I know you saw it. I did. It was okay. I haven't watched um, a Godzilla movie since it, it quit doing the subtitles. Yeah, like I, I haven't watched it since <laughs> Japan 1972. Yes, yeah, so like I'm yes, like, <laughs> I'm not a kaiju monster uh, movie guy. No, so. no but I mean the, these have planned out pretty well. I was kind of excited to see uh, what is it, Godzilla minus one or that was actually really good. Yeah, that was really their Monarch series that also came out, mm-hmm. which was based off of the. Yeah. Of the originals, yeah. So the, the yeah, Godzilla minus so. one was really good because they brought it back to Japan and made it kind of like it was when it was the Japanese kaiju films. Mm-hmm. So that was that's a really good one. Uh, this one's a one for me though because I'm just I haven't seen the first one, one. so Definitely I'm one. gonna say three, maybe four. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna skip some here and there because uh, you know we're gonna run long on this. So I'm gonna try to get through some of these. April fifth. Dev Patel directs and stars in a film called Monkey Man, which looks like the Indian version of John Wick. <laughs> uh, which, as a fan of John Wick, like I am, uh, this is a gentleman's four for me. I'll I'll probably check it out on streaming. Uh, this is a three or two for me. Two. You guys haven't seen John Wick yet. <laughs> I've seen John Wick 1, and to my understanding, it just gets more ridiculous from there. Yeah. Uh, April 12th, Civil War 2024. This is not an Avengers film. This is a serious, provocative film starring Kirsten Dunst. Uh... I don't really, it doesn't really doesn't give you like Jesse a great Plemons. description. Isn't Jesse Plemons her husband now? Yeah, she's married to Jesse Plemons. Um, the film's official description calls it a race to the White House in a near future America bounced on a razor's edge. It sounds like a movie that's trying to say something about the current state of affairs in America in a, yeah. in a future dystopian kind of way. Um, I'll give it a two. I might watch it. <laughs> Probably one for me. Yeah. yeah, one, one and a half, something like uh, that. I got a four, a gentleman's four on the next one. It's a film I may go see in the theater if I have time, but I'm definitely going to watch when it comes on streaming. It's a horror film called Abigail. 
Okay. Uh, comes out on April 19th. It's about a group of criminals who abduct this little girl and hold her for ransom because she comes from a rich family, only to find out that she's not really a little girl, but a centuries-old vampire that they're now trapped in the house with. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give that a, a strong four. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it, and it looks fucking batshit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm all over this film. <laughs> it's definitely a streaming film, uh, you know, when it comes to the streaming networks, but it's another one. Premise. Like, it's just the premise of it. Yeah, the good. premise sounds amazing. And I, uh, I would probably go see it in the theater if I had like, you know, a day where I'm just like, oh, I feel like going watching something. Uh, the next uh, one, I think, I think I'm definitely going to go see this one in the theater when it comes out. Cause it's a guy, Richie film. And I like the gentleman was one of my favorite movies. I watch it all the time. I like snatch and I like lock stock and two smoking barrels. This is called the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare. Stars Henry Cavill, Isaac Gonzalez, Henry Golding, Alan Richin, Carrie Elways. It's uh, about a group of like spies in World War II who are sent in uh, by the British intelligence agency to like sort of inglorious bastards their way through the Nazis. Um, okay. This one, this one is loosely based on real events. <laughs> so. Like Valkyrie. Yeah, like Valkyrie. So it looks, it, but it looks really. Good. I watched the trailer. The trailer looks amazing. No, I saw the trailer. It looks amazing. Yeah, it looks like Henry too. Henry Cavill in a role. It's kind of different for him. It's not a superhero yeah. role or like The Witcher or anything like that. Isaac Gonzalez is fucking smoke show hot. She mm-hmm. was in um, Baby Driver. She was John Hamm's girlfriend in that film. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, next one is called Challengers. This is a uh, movie with Zendaya. Um, comes out April 26th. All I know about this one is um, it's supposed to be a sort of like risque kind of role for her. It involves like a love triangle in the film. It can't um, be much more risque than uh, Euphoria. Than Euphoria. Uh, I like Zendaya, but um, this is like a two, maybe a three, two or three for me. I'll wait for yeah, you to in May, The Fall Guy, May 3rd, with Ryan Gosling. Uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, uh, this is a two. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three. Show? Yes, it was. Based, it's based on a TV show. I, I, I'm, it's hit or miss when you have these movies based on TV shows. I mean, I like Ryan Gosling. It co-stars Emily Blunt, who I fucking adore. But I, don't, I was never a big fan of The Fall Guy TV I was so. I mean, I don't know if it's like trans going to trans if an '80s TV show is going to translate into a 2024 action film, but I don't know. It might be entertaining. It looks like it could be. Um, it's directed by somebody who used to be a stuntman, David Leach. Uh, he was a stuntman on John Wick, uh, Deadpool 2, Hudson Saul, etc. So at least he got somebody who knows how to do stunts. All right, guys, give me uh, just give me a second. <laughs> well. Drop the silly putty, and the dog's in there. <laughs> Can't take Kevin anywhere. Why do you have silly putty? It's it's a fidget. It's something they do. Well, <laughs> why would you play oh, with a fidget like Kevin, that? Uh, Kevin people. needs it. Kevin needs it to fidget to keep himself focused. <laughs> well, you didn't get the silly putty. Worse than a student. What are you looking for? 
This will be this will be a fun segment to have to like edit out and put in the bloopers later. <laughs> oh. May tenth, twenty twenty four. Back to black. Uh, Ooh, I want to see this biopic about Amy Winehouse. I want to see this. Early reviews are not great. Uh, it's directed by the same guy who directed Fifty Shades of Grey, so we'll have to ask Dakota Johnson about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give this probably a three. This is one I'll probably I, I might give a chance on stream. I'll watch it. I'm going to yeah. stream it. I, I've been I'll to probably watch stream it. it. Yeah. <laughs> the next one I'm kind of excited about. It looks really good, but I have to get caught up on some of the previous films. Still, it's you Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I'm looking for it. This is a five for me. Yeah, like it's it it's right now it's like a four, but it borders on a five because I have to like finish watching the previous films. Exactly. I've seen all three of the previous Matt Reeves. Um well, I don't know if Matt Reeves did all three of the previous ones. I know he did, I think, he the, did first the first two. two. Right. I don't know who did but I like them. Did. They've been really well done. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna lose anything with not having Andy Circus. But well, I mean, it's supposed to be a little like further in the future, though, right? Like, so it's right. not. It's right. more like it's it's Caesar's like descendants and stuff, right? My thought, yeah, Caesar's descendants, and I think this is like approaching the 1960s version of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I'm actually kind of excited about this. It looks cute. It looks like. That's like something like I could probably talk Katie into going to the theater to see with me. This is a strong four. Yeah, it's called If. It stars Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, who also directed and wrote the script. Uh, and in voice roles in the film, uh, playing some of the various imaginary characters, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Steve Carell, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Maya Rudolph, and Aquafina. It also co-stars Kelly Fleming, who got her start on The Walking Dead as Rick Grimes' daughter. Um, it's a movie about uh a a like imaginary friends agency or something that takes care of abandoned imaginary friends. Uh, the trailer looks just it just looks like a really like like a nice family film, you know, uh, one I could talk my wife into going to see with me. So I'm gonna give it like a four on the border of five. Like I might go see this in the theater if I can. Yeah, I think that's fair. Go over there. Four point five. 4.5. 4.55. Just an inch a little bit closer. <laughs> May 24th, Furiosa, Mad Max Saga. This is the prequel to uh, Fury Road, telling the story of a young Furiosa who was played by Charlize Theron in the original film and now played by Anya Taylor-Joy. Um, I really like Fury Road. Fury Road was a fucking fun movie. It was one of those movies where it's like very little plot, but you don't care because the visuals and the action are so goddamn amazing. Um, prequels are hit or miss. The only thing I like is that it's still directed by George Miller, who's, who's done all of the Road Warrior Mad Max films, including Fury Road. So it has that going for it. And Chris Hemsworth looks uh, uh, 
pretty fucking uh, psychotic in this film. So I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to give this a four too. I think uh, you know because I like the Road Warrior films. Four, three or four. Yeah. Uh, May twenty fourth, the Garfield movie. It's an animated film. Fuck it. I'm done with that one. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. How come they don't have uh, Bill Murray doing the voice of uh, Garfield again? No, it's Pratt not Bill it. Murray. It's Chris Pratt. I know, but isn't it always Bill Murray who does the voice of Garfield? It was. It was in the in the live action films. It is Chris Pratt this time around. It's Chris Pratt and Samuel L. Jackson as Vic, Garfield's father. <laughs> Where the motherfucking lasagna at? <laughs> if he does that, if he does that, it, it goes right up to a six for me. <laughs> if I get like snakes on a plane, Sam L. Jackson playing Garfield's dad, I'm all over that shit. You can tell which litter box is mine. It's bad, the word bad motherfucker written on it. <laughs> you got the spell bad motherfucker coming out of it. Get this dumbass motherfucking dog away from me. Um, if it's a watered down kid friendly version of Sam Jackson, I might have to watch it just out of morbid curiosity. Anyway, <laughs> so he's already gone up to a three right away. Yeah, it's it's kind of growing a little bit. Uh, June seventh, The Crow. Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, I didn't. I'm surprised know. it's so soon because I really thought it was still in development. I didn't think it was going through production already. Yeah, because I had read that Momoa was originally he slated was, to play Eric Draven, but they're using uh, Bill Skarsgård. He was slated, and he even had a um, uh, test uh, costume test yeah. to see how it looked, and he did look pretty badass. But but no, Bill Skarsgård was the one in um, It, wasn't he? That Anyways, was um, the other. Was one of the Scars it was guards. the other Skarsgård, the younger one. Um, They're all interchangeable anyway. Bill Skarsgård um, was recently in a film called The Norseman, where he was like really like buff and shit. So I'm like, okay, he would he right. probably would look pretty good in this role. Is Bill the one that played Tarzan? Yes. 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 Okay. So now I know who he is. Okay. Yeah. He can pull it off. Yeah. I, I just wonder how how. True, they'll be. I, it doesn't need to be a remake of the original. The remake, the original, has a special place in my heart. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, but I would like to see it follow the graphic novel a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they do it justice. I'm, I'm going to give this one like a four because I kind of, mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't realize. I, I honestly, and I looked at this list earlier, and it didn't even dawn on me that it was on here. I was like, I must just look right, right over it because there's no trailer or anything for it yet. No. Uh, June seventh, Hitman. Uh, directed by Richard Linklater. That kind of throws me off because this is the guy that directed uh, a boy's life or, or boyhood or whatever that movie is where they followed the kid around for like 12 years as he grew up on yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Richard Linklater doesn't scream Hitman film to me. My fucking computer just froze. There we go. Um, Based on a 2001 article in Texas Monthly um, about a undercover posing as a posing as a hitman who helps a woman stuck in an abusive marriage. Yeah, uh, it's a one. <laughs> I'm not really interested in that. It's not based on a video game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> June 14th, Bad Boys 4. 
That's a zero. Uh, that's a negative two. Um, if you told me that Chris Rock has a cameo in it where he gets the bitch slap Will Smith, I might give it a three. <laughs> it's, I'm curious to see if this film does well, though, given the Will Smith stuff, you know? All right. Like, is this long enough since that incident happened for it to blow over and it did actually do pretty well in the box office? Uh, but I'm not interested in it at all. Uh, Inside Out 2, June 14th. I like the first Inside Out. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a, a really well done movie. I don't know about this one. Well, it introduces uh, it introduces anxiety. Yeah, it could do all right. Oh, I'm sure it'll probably do it all right. Yeah, I'll give it, give it probably like a three, three and a half. Do they say what age Riley is when she's experiencing this thing? Because uh, it would make a lot more sense if she was says, in her teens. It says that this is going inside a teenager's head. That's all. It now says. that she's in college, okay. Oh, yeah, now she's in college. Oh, wow. Yeah, this could play out uh, pretty well. Yeah, it's a little little wrinkle I didn't know about. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one is June twenty first, the Bike Rider, starring Austin Butler from Elvis and Jodie Comer from um, uh, what was that TV show? That's uh, Kill Eve. Kill, Kill Eve. Eve. Yeah. She Tom Hardy, Michael well. Shannon, Norman Reedus. So this is a film about uh, like a, a biker gang. Hmm. I don't know much about this. I know um, it's supposed to be pretty good uh, from what I was reading about it, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't watched the trailer yet for this. So, right. I'm going to withhold voting because I don't know that much about it yet. Any reason Norman Reedus can get to ride a motorcycle yeah. in a film? <laughs> I'm looking at the cast. I mean, the cast is pretty amazing, so it, yeah. you know, it has potential. Uh, Quiet Place, Day One, June twenty eighth. One. Uh, I like the original Quiet Place. It was really good. I did yeah. not see the sequel. Uh, sequel was okay. Yeah, so I'm not but sure about this one. What I don't like is that um, John Krasinski's not attached to it, and when I've seen his interviews, he said when he didn't plan on doing two, but when he had a story that he could, uh, that when he knew of the story for two and felt that the story helped um, yeah, the first movie. That's when he agreed to it. The fact that he's not tied to this makes me think this is a um, studio decision. Yeah. Money grab. And, yeah, yeah like, money grab. Well, can we can we get money out of making a prequel? Probably. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I like Lupita Nyong'o who stars in it, uh, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not too excited about this one. I'm gonna give it mm -hmm. one. Here you go, Mike. July, Beverly Hills Cop Four, Axel F. Negative four. <laughs> Mike's still bitter about Beverly Hills Cop 3. I am. <laughs> One was great. Two was okay, but three killed everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving this a one. I don't really have any interest in this. Oh, man, uh, I'm looking forward to the comeback of Judge Reinhold and Paul Reiser. <laughs> uh, what's his name makes a, a, a cameo in this as well? Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Balky, <laughs> Despicable Me Four, July third, uh, one, one, yeah, one, 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 one. They were the Two. first. The first one was really good. They didn't need any more after that. No, but I'll still watch it if it's yeah. streaming. Long Legs, July twelfth. This is a uh, sort I of like. 
eight-legged freaks and um, yeah, I was gonna say it's in the, in the vein of like arachnophobia and eight-legged freaks and all. Can, can I go back to despicable me? Despicable yeah. me for yeah. real quick. Despicable you? Yes. You said you're watching if it's streaming. No, I watch if it's on like USA in the middle. If he said he's like painting or something and has it in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not actually. I like Steve Carell. I'll do it just for him. Yeah. I want to support his. I uh, support him. He style. looks like he needs help. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long legs. I don't know much about it, but I'm. I, I see that Nick Cage is in it, so I'm probably going to watch it now. <laughs> just so I can rub it in Kevin's face. <laughs> Kevin won't watch it now. Yeah, I'm going to give it a gentleman yeah, two. Now, now it's <laughs> negative five. Uh, here's one that I'm giving a negative three to. Twisters, the sequel to Twister. Um, it's a sequel to Twister. Yes, it just took thirty years to uh, to uh, get it nailed down. That's because it's their kids or their kid. One of the one of I, I don't kid. know. It's supposed originally it was going to be a remake of Twister, but then they decided to give it a in quotes new chapter. So they threw the Is, S on uh, the end. Bill Paxton making an appearance in this one. That's the thing. You can't. You can't. You can't recreate the charm of Bill Paxton. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So. And you cannot recount the scene. We've got cows. Yeah. Come on. It's they took the uh they took the the the, the page out of uh James Cameron's book where they were trying to think of a name for the alien sequel and he just wrote a dollar sign at the end of Alien and they went, Oh, perfect. <laughs> this is a it's a at least a one for me. Deadpool and Wolverine, July 26th. That's a five. I'm going to see that motherfucker. That's a seven. <laughs> I'm seeing it three times in I, the theater. Would I gave it stop? six claws up. This one I just saw the trailer. Yeah. This one I just saw the trailer for, and it looks kind of kind of uh, funny, and I'm surprised to see Kate Blanchett in this film. It is Borderlands, based on the video game Borderlands. Yep. Coming out in August. Was uh, this the one that they were going to make a TV series out of, or was that the other PlayStation game, the um, the one with the cars? Well, that one they did, that was Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. Yeah, well, yeah. They did the series. There's a series on Peacock, um, okay. which was actually really good. Uh, the first season was pretty good. This, I don't know. You know, I this—I didn't even know they were making a film for this. When I saw the trailer for it with Kate Blanchett, I was like, huh. "If you told me they were making a, a film based on the video game Borderlands, I would have said, ah, oh, Gentleman's Two. But then I saw Kate Blanchett in it, and I'm like, that's a three and a half out of curiosity. Yeah, <laughs> she still looks good. Yeah, I, I might check it out uh, and on streaming or. If I have a day to kill or something, I don't know. Look, I mean, I, you know, it's got Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis. It's it's got to be funny. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't, I don't uh, want to look at it. Next one is a horror film called Speak No Evil, August 9th, with James McAvoy and Mackenzie Davis. The remake of a 2022 Danish psychological thriller about a married couple with kids who meet another family on vacation, accept an invitation to visit their home. And begin to sense increasingly increasing undertones lurking behind the hospitality of their hosts. Um, that's all it's telling me, and that's not enough for me to have interest in it. No, <laughs> I need a little bit more description. 
Uh, August 16th, Alien Romulus. One. <laughs> Is this going to involve the engineers again? I don't know, but I'm, 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 I'm happy the that they're finally now. including Alien in the title and not just skirting around it. Well, they did yeah. the last one, Covenant. Yeah. But it was, again, all about the engineers. Yeah, this is a group of young people on a distant world find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. That's all it says. I think this one is supposed to be more like I think Romulus is the name of the planet, and it's um kind of harkens back to like aliens where they're stuck on the planet with the creatures. Craven the Hunter, which I've seen trailers for. Uh, I am actually curious about this one because it's the Andrew Garfield timeline. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I mean I don't I don't see anything good coming out of it because it's not an MCU movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting like a little getting, burned like, out with, burned with out. the superhero films anyway, because there's just like so many of them and it's like which one's Marvel, which one's not, which one's this timeline. Mm-hmm. The timeline things like killing me. Like right as far as like hero movies go, Deadpool's the only one I'm like really excited about right now. That and the next interview that Dakota Johnson gives about Madam Web. September 6th, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I'm guessing if they do, if this does well enough, the third one will be called Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Great. I'm giving this one a four. I'm, I love Beetlejuice. One of my favorite Burton films. It took uh, so long to come out from the first one. <laughs> I know, but that's they—they they got a name for it now. They call them the legacy sequels, like Top Gun Maverick. You know, yeah, uh, I like it. Right, I'm curious yeah. to see Jenna Ortega in it as uh, Winona Ryder's daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, and Willem Dafoe's in it. I really want to know what the fuck Willem Dafoe is going to do in this movie. <laughs> Be like, you know, Otho's brother. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to give that a four. Transformers 1. It's an animated really? Oh, it's an animated oh, it's an film. An I was oh, going to say, because okay. it says Carla Johansson, Chris Hemsworth, John Hamm, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, it returns, yeah, returns to its roots with an animated prequel that explores the origins of the titular robot's homeworld of Cybertron. Between Optimus and Megatron. This is a two, two or three. This is a yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it on streaming. On streaming, because Scarjo's in it. You know, her voice. Uh, Untitled Saw sequel. I haven't watched a Saw movie since Saw One, so I'm not really interested. One. Uh, (laughs) October 25th, Terrifier three. Kevin, you hate gore. I hate it. So I'm sure you have not seen the Terrifier films. <laughs> I have not. I have. Don't watch them if you don't like gore. <laughs> uh, Wolfman. What the fuck? A Wolfman movie? Are they still trying to get the Dark Universe thing going? Universal, man. Wow. I can't still believe they're still trying to get this shit going. Too much about this film. Universal's next classic monster reboot. Comes courtesy of the director who brought us the surprise 2020 hit, The Invisible Man. That was actually a really good movie, The Invisible Man. Um, Didn't see it. It was was a very cool take on The Invisible Man story. Um, But I don't know, man. Like, I feel like they're they're still pushing this fucking dark universe shit. They are. Yeah. 
Uh, November 8th, Venom 3. I like the first Venom. Second Venom was, eh. Um, I don't this, think Venom can carry a series by himself, though. Yeah, I don't know. This one, though, he's going to be, like, in the Spider-Man universe, because he got... The Tom Holland universe, right? Yeah, he got, yeah, like, he got, like, blipped there in the last movie or something. Uh, I'll give it, like, a three. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll definitely watch it when it comes on streaming, but I'm not going to go to theater to see it. Uh, Gladiator 2. Talk about a legacy sequel. November 22nd. Ridley Scott returns to direct the sequel to the historical epic Gladiator. The story will reportedly revolve around a grown-up Lucius who was uh, Joaquin's nephew, right? Who has become the new emperor and will see the return of Connie Nielsen as Lucilla. It also stars Denzel Washington. Ooh. That's a three and a half. Yeah. That's that's another like morbid curiosity kind of thing. Moana two. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, in Hawaii. I, I fucking love Moana. It's probably mm. one of my top, you know, uh uh. Like, Sorry, you know, TBA. They, they even got the rock to come back yet. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorite of the of the most recent, like you know, Disney like animated musical films and shit. Um, I really hope they get. Uh, well, it says featuring the voices of Ayali Cravalho and Dwayne Johnson, who did the voices okay. in the first one. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like if, if they did like a uh, release uh, theater and streaming release same day thing like on Disney Plus or something, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, probably. Uh, so I'll yeah. give that one like a four. Because I would like to see it, but I'm not going to go to the theater for it. Yeah, Wicked. It Wicked, November 22nd or 27th rather, starring Cynthia Revo and Ariana Grande. Um, is Adrian, Adrian going to drag you to the theater to see that one? She might, because I know it's her favorite musical. <laughs> I don't know her favorite musical, but you know, I know she like she likes it a lot. So, yeah, that's a three for me. I I'm I'm not that interested in this. I love Wizard um, of Oz. I mean, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I give it a four just because I'm I like the Wizard of Oz story. Yeah, I probably want to see it if it was streaming or you know. Aside from that, uh. Pick up with uh, the what was it? The magical and wonderful, you know, the mystical oh, the, the one with the with, with Franco, James Franco. Yeah, that was terrible. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, I, thought, I thought you guys were going to trash the Return of Oz too, because you know <laughs> I like Return of Oz. Well, no, no, Return of Oz. I still have nightmares about it. Thirty-seven years it's later, it's a treasure. <laughs> um, the Karate Kid, December thirteenth. Now, I was like, I what, can. they're doing another Karate Kid? And then I read the description, and I'm like, this is interesting. The popular Netflix hero series Cobra Kai has helped keep the icon- iconic 80s martial arts franchise alive and kicking into popular consciousness. And in 2024, Sony will head back to the IP dojo with a new installment. Thought to be an unconnected original film, it is now revealed that Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan will star along each other, alongside each other in the film as their characters Danny LaRusso and Mr. Han, basically bringing the original Karate Kid and the reboot Karate Kid into the same universe. (laughs) 
that has me interested as long as Jaden Smith doesn't show up in it. <laughs> so I'm I'm giving that one a uh, like a like a, a a wavering like three and a half. <laughs> you guys still there? I don't really hear you right now. It's about a three for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I lost uh, a little I, bit of the sound there for a sec. Mike, how about the next one? Animated prequel film to the Lord of the Rings called The War of the Rohirrim. I give that a strong four. I give that a four just because it's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, an animated prequel that follows the exploits of Helm Hammerhand, the legendary king of Rohan, home of the horseman known as the Rohirrim. Uh, Brian Cox I mean, lends his voice to the central character who reigned 183 years before the events of the Two Towers. And Miranda Otto returns as Eowyn. Alright. Miranda cool. Otto. Yeah, I'll give that a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one I'm giving a one just because I'm like, leave the Lion King alone. Yeah. It is Mufasa. It is a prequel to the Lion King. Another live action. Yeah, another live, quote unquote, live action. Live action, yes. That's a one. Yeah, I don't care. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. I haven't seen either of the first two Sonics. I have no desire to see that movie. Uh, uh, And the next one, I'm kind of curious about this for two reasons. This is Nosferatu, December 25th. This is a remake of the silent film from 1922. No, this stars Bill Skarsgård. He was the one who played Pennywise. And he's uh, the one that's in the crow. And that's the other Skarsgård, we said. Not according to right? IMDb. Is it? Which no. one did I say was in the crow? Was that Bill Skarsgård? He said it was um, Tyrone Skarsgård. Yeah, there's too many fucking Skarsgårds. No, maybe you're right. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. She was in... All right, we got to figure this shit out because this is okay. fucking and wooing me. Bill I think Skarsgård. that's going to be our next episode yeah. is going to be analyzing the Scars Guards. Yes, figuring out who the Scars Guards are. Bill Scars Guard played Pennywise in It and is going to be in this film now playing the titular Nosferatu, whose name is Count Orlock. Uh, the other Scars Guard that is starring in The Crow. Is it also says Bill Skarsgård? So it's the same guy, Bill Skarsgård. Yes, I thought it was the I other brother. The other brother. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. What? <laughs> you take them or leave them. You know, they're interchangeable. The Skarsgård. At least it's not the father. It's not Stellan Skarsgård. No. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, so I'm curious to see this one though because Willem Dafoe was in it. Willem Dafoe was in Shadow of the Vampire, which was about the filming of Nosferatu, where he played Count Orlock. And now he's in the reboot of the film about Count Orlock. <laughs> but it doesn't say like who he's playing here. Well, he's only in this film because he can do his own stuff. <laughs> I don't know. So, but I, I mean, this one to me is like a, probably like a, a three or four. Or, Somewhere like three and a half, maybe. Like, I'll watch it when it comes on streaming. Yeah. And to be announced still, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, the third film in the animated Spider-Man trilogy. 
when you're launching a new product. I'm going to withhold the vote on this one because I haven't seen the second one yet. I really, really like the first one, but I still have to watch the I second one. I like the one. first one. I haven't seen the second one. Kev, you saw the second one, right? I did. The second one was good. It was, um, it was, it left me hanging because, I mean, it literally just kind of ends. Um, and you're, you're kind of shocked that it went by as quick as it did because it didn't seem quite that uh, long. You know, but um, it was good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I I, I, I want to see it, but I have to. I still have to get to the first, to the uh, second. Kind of like the uh, the Miles Morales storyline as well. I know we're all mm-hmm. kind of like sick of the multiverse, but like the Miles Morales Spider Man was kind of introduced already, already, and it's interesting. But I feel like they did it right the way they did it in the first in the first one. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like about like all these different things. It was like they brought all these characters into the same place together. Yeah. solve a problem so all right that is the list of most anticipated films of 2024 uh give us an email and let us know if we missed anything what movies are you excited about we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to know uh, Mike, do you have any... too about too many of the movies this year yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you have any beer trivia history for us evening Mike? that's a beer history for you guys some historians believe beer may have predated bread, especially among nomadic civilizations. A Stanford archaeologist team uncovered 13,000-year-old stone mortars in a cave in what was once Palestine, along with other evidence of beer production by a group of hunter-gatherers called the Natufian people. It is theorized beer was brewed for ritual and spiritual needs before, or perhaps in conjunction with agriculture. It makes sense. I know I'm usually praying a lot after I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> praying to the porcelain god. There's a lot about the human race that beer was invented before bread. <laughs> uh, how are your drinks this evening? Good. Um, I it. My first one was a little hoppy. The second one, the uh, oatmeal stout from Vault Brewing, is kind of, you know, covering up the flavor, so it's good. <laughs> and uh, the Heaven Hill bourbon that I got is a, is a pretty good bourbon. I don't know if it's, if it's going to replace some of my uh, favorite ones, but it's it's an enjoyable one. After these messages, we'll be right, right back. Hey, movie lovers, it's Jackson here from the Back to the Blockbuster podcast. If you've ever wanted to hear an amateur cinephile and an industry professional chat about film and television, then look no further, because every week, my co-host Gaius and I, we bring you the latest industry news, break down the most recent trailers, try to beat the box office with our weekly predictions, and dive into our favorite movies on their anniversaries. And every second Friday, you can look forward to the Back to the Blockbuster spinoff, Deep Dives with Owen and Gaius, where the duo dissects a movie of their own choice. All this and more wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you everybody for joining us tonight for episode 141, a preview of the films coming out this year in 2024. We hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it for you. Don't forget you can drop us an email at filmsofermentation at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, like know what movies you're excited to see this year. We'd also like some show suggestions, drink suggestions, or just pop in and say hi. 
Uh, you can Hi. find all of our other social media and podcast links at linktree.com slash films and fermentation. Support us on Patreon or buy our merchandise at teespring.com. Find out more about us and the other podcasts at the Deluxe Edition Network, The Den, by going to luxeditionnetwork.com. Don't forget to stop by the crossroads between Pickled and Fermented next time around for episode 142, sci-fi films that get the science right. <laughs> Again, I'm Leo. I'm Kevin. I'm Mike. You've been listening to the Films and Fermentation podcast. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. The Films and Quizmentation. <laughs> so we can just call ourselves the Films and Fermentation podcast team and just advertise the show. <laughs> Might as well. Could do that too. What else? Uh, this may not work out so well with your school, but uh, the quizzically challenged. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a misnomer because we are not quizzically challenged. <laughs> um, risky quizness. I like that one. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that's good. I looked some of these up. So, um, <laughs> drinking team with a trivia problem. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely us. That's, that's our team name. That's, that's the team name right there. That is the drinking team, team with a trivia problem. That's I perfect. thought this one was pretty good too. We thought this was speed dating. <laughs> I just had to say something about that. It should be I the name. That should have been the name of this podcast: drinking team with a quizzo problem. <laughs> drinking team. Drinking team with a movie problem. Um. I could probably do it because I don't think I have anything going on tomorrow night. But I don't know what your what your schedule looks like. Don't think I have anything going on. Well, don't you make yourself unavailable on a Friday? <laughs> I've already done that a couple times because you know we've had to postpone this thing. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, isn't it Friday night uh, date night now or something? Or well, yeah. <laughs> God knows. Not after last week. (laughs) Friday, the only date he has on Friday nights with rosy fingers. (laughs) I don't know if I can even do that with the the joint. (laughs) I'll throw my shoulder out. (laughs) Use the left hand. It's like having sex with a stranger. I was rejected by my left hand. Welcome to Films and Masturbation.